0: This episode of Muse and Hearth is brought to you by the Great Books Challenge. Join over 1,500 parents as they read through the great books through Old Western culture. This year's challenge is featuring one of two titles, either Homer's Epics or Dante's Divine Comedy. You can join the challenge at RomanRoadsPress.com. Welcome to Muse and Hearth, a podcast for women desiring to cultivate mind, heart, and home. I'm Lydia Fukushan, and I'm delighted to have Rebecca Merkel joining me today. Becca is the wife of Ben, who is the president of New St. Andrews College, which just so happens to be my alma mater. She is the mother of five young adults who are spread across college and grad school, author of Eve in Exile and classical Me, classical V. She is a former literature teacher at Logos School and recently launched a design business selling kitchen linens. <laughs> Becca, thanks for coming in today.
1: Absolutely. Thanks yeah. for having me.
0: I'm loving seeing those linens you designed <laughs> and and some of your, looks like, like amoretti type designs a coming little bit. back. I
1: brought some for you. I forgot. Oh, They're in my purse. Oh, thank
0: you. Yeah. <laughs> all <excited>. right. <laughs> <laughs> I've been loving them Good. so far. Good. So even Exile, obviously you want a title to capture the essence of what you're talking about and i feel like it should be relatively self-explanatory but why do we start with eve
1: yeah (laughs) well why Eve? (laughs) start at the beginning right um i feel like there's just in one way she's just symbolic right of Mm -hmm. women generally but she's also really literally the starting point she's literally the mother of us all um and so yeah and like she a-
0: was the first one who I think asked that question, and this is <laughs> uh, this is where I pulled uh, Betty Friedan in with the feminine mm. mystique, where she said, "Is this all?" <laughs> right, <laughs> I feel like right. you've definitely asked that yeah, question. Yeah. There could be more. Is yeah. this all? <laughs> could I optimize this? That that question yeah. never goes well. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <don't ask> it. <laughs> uh, so in your um, you you wrote even exile. I don't remember the year. Me neither. Okay, but a few years back, few before years the ago. documentary, yes, and I highly recommend the documentary. And so we can touch on bits and pieces of that, but sure. mostly you all just need to go watch it. So that's <laughs> that's my that's my first instruction: go watch the documentary. Um, it, at the very beginning, you talk about how the the culture. Especially in the U.S., well, I think around the world, is has deconstructed so much at this point that it can be really discouraging for us. Like right, we're going. How are our daughters going to grow up in, in this? And yet, death throes of feminism. I think we're seeing them coming. Like this is kind <laughs> of exciting. Um, what do you see being a kind of a, a sign of that? Like where is it falling apart and unraveling? Oh man, I feel like where is it not falling apart? I mean. <laughs>
1: We can't even define woman now. So fighting for the rights of women gets a little trickier. Yeah,
0: yeah, because suddenly there is no what is woman, which is a recent question that was asked. Yeah, right?
1: I mean, we can't say. It seems a little tense, a little sensitive. Can't bring that up. Yep. So
0: (laughs) never mind those boundaries on the playing field. Right. We'll just throw those out the window. Right.
1: So it's like when you've dedicated your life to fighting for women's rights, but you suddenly forgot what a woman is that is, well, it's a hindrance for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like especially just the muddle, the just gender confusion in every direction. We've just lost sight of the ball mm-hmm. everywhere.
0: <laughs> and and what this means is we kind of have um, an open foundation for rebuilding so to speak or maybe we need right. to start with the foundation right. and go from there
1: i i do think that's really encouraging to be honest like i feel like it depends on how you look at it because in one way it's tragic and awful and mm-hmm. look how much we've lost we've Lost a lot yeah and i i think we really have because you know how like if you just your computer just completely goes on the blink and you lose all your files mm-hmm. or whatever
0: you can't just there's no way to back no that. it's like yeah. ha- they're yeah. gone they're yeah.
1: they're real gone now and um I think there's a lot of things that women for centuries had passed down, mother to daughter, and it just took, you know, two generations, and it's it's gone. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of women growing up with no idea how – to do any of those sort of traditional things that we've gone for, yeah, millennia probably. Skills and
0: gifts that were cultivated. Right. I mean, it's hip right, right. now to, I, I joined in on the sourdough train, but <laughs> yes. everyone yeah. made yeah. their leavened bread that way right. in the past, and we're all having to relearn it. Yeah. Like it so becomes this it's, mystical thing to catch a sourdough starter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How does one do that? I know.
1: <laughs> and so there's these women who might honestly want to figure out how to be Homemakers, how to do it with excellence, and just who do you look to? The yeah. whole the whole civilization seems to despise it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there, it can be really depressing. But on the other hand, it really feels to me like a house fire has sort of destroyed everything. So when you're going to rebuild it, you really can rethink everything. Mm-hmm. And you can decide if you want to change some stuff. And honestly, there were... <laughs> The, the feminists had some points occasionally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there, mm-hmm. there were definitely things that were not great for mm-hmm. women in various places in various centuries, and but we don't live there now. I yeah. mean, we really have the freedom mm-hmm. to do what we want and try to build this thing back. It's mm-hmm. not like anybody's going to tell us you're not allowed to because you're a woman.
0: True, true, <laughs> true. And, so. and you mentioned that, um, that in – that we may have sort of inadvertently played into the progress of this by um, seeing some of the points that they made that were perhaps valid and sort of just buying into the whole message. Mm -hmm. Um, And I thought Mm -hmm. it was interesting. Maybe we're not fighting um, the feminist battles in the way that we would have decades back but there are other battles of defining terms now right. that we maybe could take notes on our performance back then and right. say, ooh, you know, mm-hmm. um, I, an example I thought of is the definition of beauty nowadays, mm-hmm. where there's this battle to say, um, well, they'll say a woman's worth is not just in her pretty face, which obviously, right. like, right. But if we sign off on that and then we say that all beauty is relative mm-hmm. because we can be whatever we want to yeah. make beauty yeah that's problematic and Absolutely. so hopefully we can look back at some of the issues with feminism see where we accidentally signed off on some of their other tenants when we were right. agreeing with some right well
1: stuff. i i think it's sort of like you know if if you had a doctor who could correctly diagnose your problem but then offered you a completely bonkers treatment for it and i think that's that's where we didn't separate the two. I think Mm -hmm. a lot of people, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes the feminists really were pointing to genuine problems. You mentioned in the
0: documentary, like drunk husbands, you know, but then why is prohibition Prohibition. the
1: answer? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So I do think um, just being able to separate issues in your mind, Mm -hmm. not just buying Mm -hmm. the whole package just because somebody said, you know, here's, here here's it is the package you get to buy. Yeah. Right. yeah. right. And and so you feel like you have to take the whole thing just because you agree with part of it. Mm-hmm. And I, I think we're doing that still today, obviously. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like I'm I'm of course I'm in favor of justice. So I guess that means social justice. I mean right. it's it's in the title. <laughs>
0: right. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like you just have to be able to think wait, more critically. No. What, is, what does God say about this? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Um related to all of that, um, by a tangent, you talk about how, when we're redefining th- or we're preparing to define things properly again, there's a couple pitfalls that you can fall into. Right. One of them being, um, looking back at a historical aesthetic, so to speak, that looks appealing. It looks more feminine to us. And so we just grab onto that because, mm-hmm. Hey, there's femininity. Yeah. I see femininity. Yeah. Um, and it's it's pretty self evident that 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 could be um, unhelpful when you're actually fighting a battle to just right. sort of settle in there. Right? Um, how do you see aesthetics? play into the battle in a favorable way. So we've got the, right. you know, I just see something like a pretty Regency dress and mm-hmm. that means woman to me. And that's, <laughs> that's kind of beside the point. Uh-huh. But aesthetics are a very real part of the battle. Yeah, um, absolutely. How do you see women, uh, you know, making strides forward with aesthetics? Yeah. And making it one of our weapons and tools right. rather than.
1: Right. I think one of the things is just thinking about it like a grown up. For one. Mm-hmm. You know, it we aren't here to play dress ups and imaginary <laughs> games. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and it in one way it's kind of endearing, I think. It, it, like conservatives really want to grab onto something, anything mm-hmm. that isn't this ugly, hideous mess that we currently have going on.
0: Right. And granted we have this going on. We so we do so understandable. It, <laughs> everything
1: is terrible. It's mm-hmm. true. And so they just look around for, yeah, some moment from history that looked like men were men, women were women, mm. and then they just grab onto it. But it's like everybody grabs something different and it's because they just probably saw a movie one time and they just thought it was
0: so cute. The prairie dresses yes, or that just <laughs> meant womanhood. Yeah. To me, you know. Or the
1: Regency mm. dresses or, you know, whatever fifties that fifties, you know, some people do that and mm-hmm. wear seamed stockings and mm-hmm. victory rolls. It's just, it becomes this really weird mashup, like
0: a little kid's dress-up party. Mm-hmm. And, so, and opens us wide for critique, I think, too. Like, yeah. they can kind of have a heyday oh, yeah. with that. Like, and it really is. your permission to.
1: Yeah. It's very retreatist. It's yeah. very, like, we're going to go over here in the corner, and we're going to be feminine over yeah. here. But we really need to try to reclaim the culture mm-hmm. and not just go play pretend mm-hmm. somewhere. And so, yeah, absolutely, beauty is a huge tool in that but it's also um so under attack right Mm -hmm. now and i think it's under attack for a reason because they know it's potent yes and but it's also it is one of our primary tools
0: that god gave us exactly and it's very
1: appealing Mm -hmm. like it's i mean it it feels like it affects people differently like some people are all out war with it like Mm -hmm. seriously now the saddest most bedraggled people walking around where you don't know is this a man is this a woman which direction are you trying to go i can't be sure
0: (laughs) even if we wanted to help you out we're not quite sure i know know. it's like i can tell you're
1: somewhere in the middle but where did you start Uh i'm not sure um and so there are people really at war with it, but it also is something that everyone has been so starved for. Mm-hmm. But I think it could be a hugely
0: um, effective tool mm-hmm. if women mm-hmm. would try to reclaim it. It's it's winsome and persuasive to yeah. see someone that you go, oh, okay, they're they're capturing yeah. what beauty is, right. and I want more of that. Right. You know, how right. do I yeah. <laughs> help me out here? Yeah,
1: and it doesn't, I mean, obviously there's a ditch on the other side of the road, which is to just become obsessed with i mean there's plenty of people there you Mm -hmm. know like that's Mm -hmm. all they can think about is superficial everything yeah and so we don't want it to be that Mm. is what we mean by beauty either Mm -hmm. but and Mm -hmm. and beauty in every department not just you know your hair or your eyelashes or something right (coughs) excuse me
0: well um with that in mind if we've got this uh We've got this down. Like, we we want to create beauty. We want to foster it in our homes and everything. But maybe haven't really spent a whole lot of time thinking about how the rubber meets the road. Yeah. Do you have advice for where to start? Like oh, yeah. It, it seems really overwhelming if you uh-huh. just take it as the whole <clears throat> big picture. Yeah. <laughs> it's true.
1: I, I mean, I've talked to ladies who would love to do it. But if you've never seen it, it can be very overwhelming. And if you didn't grow up that way Mm -hmm. and you did like you have no examples, it Mm -hmm. can be very where an emphasis
0: and value was put on different things than that, you know. Right. Um,
1: Yeah. And so I would just say, I mean, look around you for women, you know, who are doing it mm -hmm, well. mm -hmm. And if there really isn't anyone the internet is a huge resource i mean it really is we are surrounded friends are out there by tools (laughs) yeah friends are out there yeah i mean instagram can be a massive time waster Mm soul-sucking terrible thing but it can also be a huge tool Mm -hmm. find somebody on instagram and follow them and pay attention and learn the content
0: that they're creating and try some of the things they're trying Mm -hmm. yeah i Mm -hmm. mean there's
1: people that are out there making youtube tutorials
0: (laughs) Bless their hearts. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and, so. <laughs> and
0: some of them are quite good, and some of them are... <laughs> I know, I know.
1: And uh, there are cookbooks, there mm-hmm. are magazines, mm-hmm. there are... Yeah, I mean, there really We are is. hurting for
0: inspiration, it's true, no. if we want to just go find it. Yeah, and exactly. And pull it up. And yeah. it's
1: easier than ever to figure out how to do something. Mm-hmm.
0: And so I would just say start. I would just roll up your sleeves and start. You mentioned the the subdue portion of the mandate to saying you know women were were made to work Mm -hmm. work besides our Mm -hmm. our husbands work in our homes um pour out from our homes with the work that we're doing so a place to start if you're overwhelmed is just start getting to work basically that may be one of those dissatisfying answers i know it's true
1: (laughs) i mean honestly i i feel like it's like a research project Mm -hmm. i mean Mm -hmm. You know, when you got assigned one of those, you wandered down the library row thinking, huh. Pulling books. Yeah. <laughs> like, I got to find somewhere to start. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so just just start, because usually one source will lead you to more, mm-hmm. and then you can kind of get a toehold and, mm-hmm. and just continue. I mean, there's so many places where I'm doing that, where it's just sort of like, I wish I knew how to do that. So I'm going to find a podcast to tell me. I I
0: remember, (laughs) and I don't even remember where. Maybe it was... Maybe it was one of Rachel's books where she talks about deciding she just wanted to do bagels, really. Oh well, yeah, and she just yeah. did bagels, and yeah. that just made yeah. a great impression on me. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know, if you want to become good at something, <laughs> <Right. clears throat> uh, I think the classic saying is ten thousand hours. You probably don't need to do ten thousand hours of bagels, but <laughs> right, right. No one's going to deny you're going to be great at it. Exactly, 10,
1: exactly. Hours. And it's—I um, mean—a lot of times it's like this is a thing that humans do. Humans can Mm -hmm. learn how to make a pancake. It is proven. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs)
0: yes. And you could make a really good pancake if you put a little effort (laughs) in. (laughs) Exactly. So you
1: don't have to feel overwhelmed, I I don't think. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I think it just takes a little bit of decision to, Mm -hmm. I'm just, and and you don't have to be good at everything magically the minute you start. It takes time. Just be patient and keep plugging along and get better at it.
0: I think it's worth being humble too that, you you could think you I feel like this as a you know I've been married for 15 years and I look back at myself as a first year married woman and you think you see all the things you're not good at but actually (laughs) when you go down the line you actually have better perspective after doing and growing and learning than you even thought before and it's probably good and humbling to just admit that yeah, you know, in fifteen years from now, I'm going to look at me here, uh-huh. and I will not have even grasped all the things that I didn't quite understand. Uh, of how course, to do
1: yet. yeah, <laughs> it's just life, uh, and yeah. life is yeah. not long enough. There is not time to figure <laughs> out everything that I need to figure out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I think that uh, you know, subduing the earth, the working, and the getting to work um, is one of those really critical things that you talk about when we're trying to, um rework our understanding of femininity and what a woman is um, not coming from the premises that the world's trying to feed us. Right. Um, And then you talk about filling the earth and what that looks like to overflow Mm -hmm. from a household. Right. Um, And I'd be curious if you have recommendations for how to nurture that. So you start by working, just go be obedient, start doing those things. How do you nurture this outflowing of filling your home Filling your children with right. love and good things and whatever, and um, you know, I—I I mean, it's
1: going to look so different in every household. Mm-hmm. But I do think we live in a moment where life is so easy for us mm-hmm. in so many ways mm-hmm. that we really can underachieve hugely, and we can just spend most of our time kind of floating in the mm-hmm. in the lazy river, and.
0: It's, There's plenty of social media out there to keep us entertained too. You well, know, yeah. it's right there and I know. it fills time easily and quickly. It's like
1: your furnace is on, so your house is warm, mm-hmm. and you have food in the fridge, and you can just, you know, hang out on Facebook. Yeah. And so I would just say, really try to um, turn a profit on what you have been given, mm-hmm. and that's going to just look so different for every woman. Mm-hmm. Um, but where are you? Who are your people? what is your situation? What are you surrounded by? What do they love? How can you bless them? And then how can you work to try to get better
0: Don't at get it? complacent and yeah. just take the easy road yeah. out kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Because yeah. we
1: really, really can. I mean, yeah. even if you're not wealthy at all, you can still live a really pretty comfortable, chill life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think we need to We certainly aren't
0: (laughs) hitching up the wagon to get into town to go pick up our block of sugar or whatever (laughs) exactly we're (laughs) doing. Exactly. uh, Yeah, I I think um, perhaps we, obviously, it's hindsight is a lot easier to see, but perhaps it is helpful to us to look back and say, what could that 1950s housewife that had Mm -hmm. all these new conveniences that came and, and then became dissatisfied? What could she have done right. to lean in more and to avoid that sort of uh, lack of interest and boredom and dissatisfaction? Yeah. I, I and think take it as a lesson.
1: It's totally for us. noticeable, I think, that Betty Friedan wrote when she did, because all the women had had time for the new innovations and the new mm-hmm. easy life. You know, because that really happened mid-century. There was just this big shift Mm -hmm. in what the home was like, the average sort of suburban home. And rather than taking that and turning a profit on it, I feel like women just kind of settled into this new more convenient life and then they just got really bored and then mm-hmm. they got really depressed. Yeah. And that's completely all understandable all time <laughs> for for
0: getting into trouble with, uh, you know, yeah. uh, sidelong glances and oh, yeah. um, gossiping with the neighbors and all Yeah. The and then just
1: thinking what's even the point yeah. of anything, you yeah. know, cuz it's it's absolutely understandable that if you are just kind of sitting around, yeah, you're going to get mopey, of course you are. Mm-hmm. And because mm-hmm. we aren't made to do that. And and
0: uh, you know, good old Betty saying, mm-hmm. you know, is, is this all was the question yeah. on the tips of all their tongues and they just couldn't say it because they were right. repressed or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the, and then her magical solution, which is, well, just go be a man then. Yeah. <laughs> like they're fulfilled work. over there. So yeah. maybe that's yeah. what we need to do. Yeah. And I
1: think she was right in her diagnosis and then totally but wrong. There was
0: that true question of, yeah is this is this all
1: and it should have been like so
0: empty yeah yeah it's like
1: no you should be doing some more stuff but yeah um yeah the solution i think was wrong and i don't think it has proved to be a success because i don't think women are any happier Mm. than they were
0: then Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so yeah so we have the advantage of looking back you you mentioned proto-feminism then for a second Third yeah, wave. Right. And so we're in that third wave section, and we have the advantage of looking back and sort of seeing their some of their classic moves, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And um, obviously, one of their top picks is, well, you just don't value women Mm women like Mm -hmm. that's their big accusation and then you're left in this muddle of like no no, i i do (laughs) i actually value them more but how do i prove that to you right and i absolutely loved your your picture of um oh i'm not gonna remember where what passage it was but you were talking about um christ in submission to god right and then wives in submission to husbands mm-hmm. and that concept that therefore there's this totem pole of importance yes. and women yes. is, we're just down at the right. bottom of the totem pole right. and then you talk about the biblical language where you talk about song of songs is the the ultimate of right. songs if that right. makes sense and right. so when woman is the glory of the man yeah. and the man is glory god's glory then mm-hmm woman is glory of the glory and right. it's like a, um, an exponential thing. Yeah. Um, and I, it can be difficult to try to communicate that to a, feminist society yeah when someone's stuck in the street fight fighting Mm -hmm. do you have Mm -hmm. advice for where they can go is it sort of like i mean a lot of it is i'm sure just tuned out overall Like probably feminists just aren't aren't listening yeah exactly (laughs) they don't want to hear it to be
1: honest i think the best move for christian women in that is show don't tell Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. you know they can they can say oh you poor sad oppressed christian women but if it's an obvious ludicrous lie that's harder We're to argue with. And yeah. life is. And so I would just and- say, <laughs> just stay out of the squabble comments, mm-hmm. you know, because it's not doing anybody any good anyway. You're not going to convince anybody no. that way. Yeah. But you might convince them by actually living it
0: out. Mm-hmm. And I think, too. If they get hungry, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And I think yeah. at the very least, you'll sort of remove their ability to slander you, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Or no, they'll or always find something. They but,
0: will, but you be impervious to it in a yeah. way that. Or it's just helpful. it's
1: just obviously ludicrous when they say it. Right. And right. so I I do think that women often can get sucked into trying to fight about it mm-hmm. that way. Mm-hmm. And I do think, yeah, show don't tell. Just mm-hmm. just get good at your actual job, and you may find that that is very convincing.
0: Mm-hmm. So on a personal note, what are some projects that you're you know that you have on your oh my word. on your table right now. Well,
1: if you watch the Even Exile documentary, you will see that my kitchen is the perennial situation. I had questions
0: about the kitchen. How's the kitchen going?
1: <laughs> the kitchen is it's better than it was in the documentary. We have made some progress, but we haven't finished it yet. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a continual. Work. Your house is early nineteen
0: hundreds? Or is it even 90. older? Oh wow. Okay. Yep. Yes, yep.
1: eighteen ninety. And we are the third owners, which is crazy. That and is... The second owners never did anything to it. So everything is like going way back. You're and restoring then, yeah. as
0: well as beautifying. Yes. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I've got a lot of um yeah, just has stuff happening. Mm-hmm. And um, but yeah, I'm doing this new design business. That's been really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, selfishly, I'm doing that because I wanted good dish towels, so I went forth and tried to figure out how to get good dish
0: towels. <laughs> like I'm going to solve this problem from square 1 if I need I know. to, which is also good advice. Like yeah. if you notice a need, yeah. go in and fill it because I know. it needs to be filled. Cuz I was like
1: there's good dish towels that are effective and then there's cute ones and the cute ones seem to just smear water around and they don't actually they, they dry.
0: Do, they kind of don't absorb anything yes. and it just beads on yes. the top and this is yeah. not what a dish towel should exactly. be doing. Exactly. <laughs> or it just
1: fades as soon as you send it through the wash or something. Anyway, yeah. So, yeah, that was my, I wanted, like, cheerful but hardworking dish towels. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I feel like you probably were solving this problem back when your girls were little, too, when you designed dresses with, yes. and did those Amaretti yeah. designs. Yeah. You were looking for yeah. play Playable, yes. but sweet little yes. girl clothes. Yes. And I know those designs are still, there's dresses that are still being passed I around know. here, which is fun to see. I like, love that. They stood the they test did. of time. They did, they hung in there. And, uh, you know, <laughs> I have one daughter is 10 and then my baby is one. And I'm feeling like we need more of those shorties around. Those I know, Those little shorts that you made I for know. under their dresses. So, I
1: should have just <laughs> kept making those. If you
0: ever get, you know, hankering <laughs> <laughs> to head back that exactly. way, the exactly. world needs more shorts. Yes, yes, it does. It does. It's true. (laughs) Oh, well, um, I would love to read your call to action at the end of Evening Exile here, sort of in closing, um, because I feel like it is um, an inspiration to drive forward and get excited. Uh, You said, our culture is shattered in chaos, casualties, carnage, and destruction all around us. It seems hopeless, but what if Christian women were all to try stepping back into that shield wall again? What if we were to pick up the weapons we have been assigned and actually try using them? There are millions of us. We could make an enormous difference if we just decided to try simply being obedient. There's that subdue the earth thing again. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's faithfully lay ourselves down, trust in God's kindness, and truly believe that He will make us like watered gardens, like springs of water that never run dry. Let's believe Him when He says that this is how we will build the waste places, even the wasteland that is our broken country. Let's pray that it will be said of us these were the women who raised up the foundations of many generations. Who repair the breach, who restored the past to dwell in. And um, I feel like uh, the documentary is the next place to go. <laughs> Ladies, hey. if you're listening, go watch it. You can watch it on, is it Canon Plus? Yes. App. Okay, yes. so Canon Plus app is the place to find it. Um, It's super inspiring and be forewarned, you will want to get your hands into all kinds of projects as soon as you're done watching it. This is what happened to me. Um, Becca, thanks so much for coming on the podcast today. Thanks for having me. If you want to enjoy more podcasts with Becca, you can check out the What Have You podcast. Oh, yes. Yes. Which she uh, co-hosts with her sister, Rachel. Indeed. Um, And we will have links to books, Canon Plus, and What Have You on our show notes later. So you can check those out. Thank you again. All Becca. right. Thank you.
1: <laughs>